Hey, everybody. That is Gary Smith. Hello there. That is Kaz Kenny. And I am Eddie Bramble, and this is episode 62 of the Blackwater's Edge podcast. 62. Gain it on me, man. On me. <laughs> so if we make it through the rest of the year, that puts us to how many? I, I can't math that fast. More than 100, I think. I don't think so. I don't think no. there's 40 weeks left in, in, the, in the year. There's only Kaz's fi- year it is. Yeah, <laughs> dude, dude, I'm... There's only 52 weeks in the year, Kaz, and we're already what, halfway through the year. What year are you living in is my question first, because I'm <laughs> yeah. still trying to get out of 2020 and 2019, so update me where we really are. What calendar are you using? <laughs> he, he's, he's using that Mayan calendar. That's what, he, that's, what, that's what the problem is. Everything's just a little bit off. All right, so let's talk a little fishing today. What do you guys think? Talk about some fishing That's a good start, yep. All right, well, before we start talking about fishing, I just want to do something. You know, I'm a grown man, and I believe in making my wrongs right. And uh, I want to apologize to sending people to a spot where they trespassed on private ground. Um, and I will make sure that we do not do that again. So I apologize to you guys up there. You know who I'm talking to. I took my post down. And um, I get it. It was a mistake. It was a mistake. It, so, it happens. Um, I want to talk about what we're catching. Yep. Right? Okay, so here in Dorchester County, here's what we got going on right now. Blackwater National Wildlife Refuge, we're seeing some snakeheads. We're seeing some catfish. We're seeing some carp. Not seeing much in the way of perch, not seeing much in the way of I'll bass. I'll tell you what I've heard a lot of lately. A lot of big catfish being caught. A lot of big catfish. Yeah, Channel I mean, cats especially. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like, the, I had a couple guys messaging me this week saying, man, I got a 32-inch blue cat. And I'm like, no, no, no look, look at the fins. Look at the count the spines. Uh, it's not a blue cat. It's a channel cat. So you got to remember here in Blackwater, you know, people are real quick to jump to the blue cats for blaming things, but that's just not so here in Blackwater, okay? The blue cats can't live in Blackwater for any prolonged period of time because there's just not no oxygen. There's just right. not enough current. There's just not enough low temperature to support that. We'll, we'll get the one occasionally every now and then coming in and exploring the waters, but then he either gets out really quickly or he goes belly <laughs> right, up quickly because right. there's just not enough oxygen. Have here. we ever seen a 20-pounder? Yes, but it was floating dead. Yeah. You know, I've seen two and three-pounders, you know, that, like, Rob Ballantyne and guys like that have caught. But, you know, I was talking to them the other day, too, and they haven't seen anything big like that ever. And, you know, they've been fishing here, too. So let's talk about what we're catching. So uh, over at Newbridge, Drawbridge, DeCourcy, Aries, Maple Dam, all the places that you can fish have lots of fish. And um, the guys that are floating minnows are doing really good. I call it the uh, fry ball bomb, you know. Now. You know what's funny? Did you see that uh, picture? I can't remember what day it was posted. It might have been today, actually. Um, guy went to the Corsi Bridge and the whole bridge was empty. Uh-huh. He said, "Man, I've hit the lottery." <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for him to come back in and tell us how he did. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Might not have been anybody there for a reason. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, but no, the bite's been tough on the snakeheads. You know, it, you got to remember. You know, they've been trying to get this spawn together for two months. You know, and I think that everything has finally come together. I've seen fry balls this week. I've seen fry balls last week. So, uh, you know, if you're going to fish and you're, you're targeting snakeheads and you're having a tough time, the fry ball bomb. Snakehead destroyer from the bait boys, bobber, weighted bobber, lead, uh, and, that, and that's what you got for that. So, um, as far as uh, crappy go, I'm hearing a few crappy over at Newbridge, a few crappy over at Drawbridge, uh, a few crappy at Aries. Um, over in the Marshy Hope, they're catching some great crappy at the Federalsburg Marina, I know that. Uh, they're catching some nice bluegills. Um, at the Brookview Bridge, they're catching some blue cats still, but they're about gone. You know, not going to see many more of them, I don't think. Uh, 
Not much in the way of perch. I hear there's a few bass being caught over there. Some big perch being yeah. caught, but it's few and far between. Right. But the ones that are being caught, they are big, big I, fish. I saw one the other day. It was 14 and a quarter inches. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know? And I was like, man, where'd you get that? And he told me. And I said, man, I can't believe they're back in there like that again. You know, I think we haven't seen the fish in like, like the salt species, let's say, the, the speckled trout, the things like that. And we're even seeing red drum already. Now, the trout, you know? I did hear the trout, they've been, they came in fast and they left even faster. That, uh, I heard they, but I think this is the same thing that happened last year. They left fast, you give it a few weeks, and they come back fast again. Yes. So that's the thing, you know, like these trout, they'll come in here and they'll spawn. Yep. But there's still a batch that are working their way up from the Carolinas, you know. And they're going to hit here later than these fish moving in from right. Virginia are, you know. So, you know, you will see another spawn here, and it's going to be a couple weeks. Uh, me and your little brother had it, got to experience that last year, you know. I mean, we whacked them out. You get a year like this, it changes the stuff up. Right. Yeah. My bass are pairing up again already. Already, right? wow. They just spawned two, three weeks ago, and they're pairing up again. Huh. How about last night, the edge of dark, man. Yeah, they, they've been, they've been hanging around snakeheads too long. That's I all guess. it is. <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta, you know, you got to keep up. <laughs> uh, uh, up up the bay, uh, I mean, I'm hearing the Susquehanna's just giving up fish left and right. Aberdeen Proving Grounds giving up fish left and right. Uh, Bush River is just out of control. My mother lives there on Otter Creek, and uh, I can tell you, it's amazing how many fish you can gig in the woods in puddles right there. You know, <laughs> so might want to check that area out if you haven't been up there. Uh, Gray's Run, Bush Creek, you know, I talked to some guys there today. They, they're literally whacking them in, in Bush Creek, you know, so good grass beds in there. That's the thing you got to look for right now, grass beds. You know, that's where they want to be. They want to protect their young, so they're going to move their, their babies somewhere close to that, you know, if they can. Here in Blackwater, if you've ever noticed, the open waters are just bogged with fry balls, you know what I mean? Places like those rivers and things up there, they've got those grass mats and things like that, and that's where you're going to see those fish locate to. Yep. You know, on the flats, you know, we're hearing some stuff on the flats about some big fish being caught there. Talk about the video that was just posted today. Oh, so we had a Speaking video. Speaking of grass mats. Yeah, we, 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 had, we, had a, we had a video posted on our page. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Let me go and see if I can TJ, look that up. TJ somebody. I can't remember yeah. who it was. No, I don't think that was his name. Um, let me just see if I can pull it up real quick. Uh, but anyway, the, uh, my friend Nick Atkins, he was over in the Patuxent. You know, he's been catching some snakeheads over there. Uh, the guys in the Potomac are telling me these numbers are really coming up, man. You know, they're seeing numbers they haven't seen for 20 years. So I'm not sure what that means, but, I mean, look at some of the, the bow shooting they're doing and what's coming back over there. There's a, a mass of fish coming back over there. Um, I don't know. Like I said, you know, the Northeast Creek, Northeast River, uh, it, they're everywhere now, man. Sassafras, Bohemia, you know, they are literally everywhere. The 301 corridor, riding down 301, all the bridges down there, I've stopped and looked, you know. Now, I wouldn't go stopping on 301 and going fishing on 301, <laughs> folks. That's not what I'm saying. That's about stopping at World's End. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. Same thing there. Right, right. I'm just saying, you know, I, I have stopped and looked at some of these places, just stopped, look over the bridge, and that'll pretty much answer the questions you have as to what may be present in that at that time. You know what I mean? It's really easy to see them right now in clear water. So, uh, I don't know, as far as, far as, as far as Fishman Port goes, it's just, you don't know what you're going to get where you go. I mean, out in the salt, we're hearing some big bluefish down Ocean City here last week, you know? Um, what else? I'm hearing some nice flounder being caught down Ocean City, too, off the 50 Bridge. Uh, it's just, you know, everything's busting open, you know? So, so now is the time you can really pick and choose what kind of fishing you want to do. Yep. You know, if you want to go to the salt. That's the best thing about Dorchester County, though. You know, you can go right down here and you're on the bay. You can come in, you're in the tidal waters. You know, on the other side of 50, and now you're hitting some fresh water. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's the best of three worlds. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway. And you got cool ways. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, what's up, buddy? If you have um, a bad day. 
Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, that's what I got as far as fishing spots go. I guess uh, we can talk about fishing lures, what's been hot later in the show. We'll get yeah, back we'll to that. Get it later. In the meantime, we got a we'll very we got a very, very important man here on the phone right now. We're talking about what's breaking loose this weekend and what we've been involved for and what we're getting together. So that's right. Dave, where you at, buddy? We say guys. Hey, what's going on, brother? I'll tell you, I'll let fishing talk, man. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> it is the time of year to go fishing and uh I'll tell you, if I'm not mistaken, it looks like there's some good weather on the horizon. So this weekend, um, CCA has our 18th annual Kent Narrows Flying Light Tackle Tournament. It's a virtual-based tournament. It's a rockfish tournament, catch photo release. And we are excited that we have an invasive species division again this year, thanks to our good friends at Traeger. So I know you all talk about the Great Chesapeake Invasives Count. We're doing great work together on that. We'll, we'll chat about that briefly at the end. But the but people to get out there and you know, work with each other, learn from each other, catch these fish, you know, grill them up on a Traeger grill. And if you sign up for the Kent Narrows tournament to participate this weekend and you just go out there and catch snakeheads, catch blue catfish, catch flathead catfish, you turn in invasive species into the Kent Narrows rockfish tournament. You, every single fish you enter that you caught following all the tournament rules, you can use bait, but, but other than that, you got to follow the tournament rules. Every fish you catch and register will be like putting your name in the hat for a random drawing to see who gets a brand new Traeger grill. Wow. It's a really cool one. Wow. Yeah, it's a really, so it's a $50 entry fee. You get a long sleeve hooded tri-blend, like SPF, deep apparel uh, tournament t-shirt. The shirts are $40, you know, retail. Oh, um, I love it. And you're getting a shirt. You're getting a chance to win these, you know, win, win the Traeger grill. Heck, if you're a dynamic enough angler, you can participate in the rockfish, you know, catch or release a big rockfish, nice three fish stringer, you know, maybe catch a couple perch. We got a really cool perch award. Um, and then, and then get out there and catch some invasives and win a grill. And, you know, bottom line is you're going to have a good, good Saturday on the, on the waterways somewhere. Uh, like you were talking, you know, fresh salt, whatever it is. Well, I, I got to be honest. You, you, you know, you, you're talking about this Traeger grill. I'm wondering if I shouldn't go fish that tournament this weekend <laughs> instead of what you wanted us to do. Hey, man. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> we got too much work in this thing, right? Hey, man, what I want you to do is more important than going fishing and winning prizes. It's about the future. It is. So, you know, thanks to the Great Chesapeake Invasives Count, which is supported by our friends at Yamaha, through their Yamaha Rightwaters campaign, you know, educating folks about invasive species. You know, thanks to them, we have a great connection with with somebody else they support, a professional bass fisherman and, and the foundation he created, which is Mike Iaconelli and the Ike Foundation. They've got never give up! Never give up! Never give up! Who's that? <laughs> you mean you and start breakdancing on my chair right now or what? Man, I'll tell you, Ike is a ball of energy for sure. I'd like to put the two of you in a room. And do I don't that. think you want to do that. You put me and Mike in a room, I can tell you what, there ain't going to be a room left, you know what I mean? Between him breakdancing and me popping and rapping, we're going to wreck some stuff I up, I can tell you that. In the Ballador case. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, Mike has been a you know great fisherman for his whole career, but he's giving back through the Ike Foundation. He's got a great team of people there. They've got the Pro-Am this weekend on the Upper Bay. They'll be fishing the flats. And we don't have an invasive division in that tournament, but that tournament raises money for the foundation. Uh, their foundation is going to have 100 kids that have been selected uh, to come out, experience fishing. They can fish on the dock in Northeast Park in Northeast Maryland. They're going to make their own tackle. They're going to do a casting competition. We're going to have some artwork stuff out there, educational stuff. 
you know, lots of good stuff. We're going to be there talking to them about invasive species, you know, with you, you guys, the crew from Blackwater's Edge, uh, snakeheadlife.com. CCA is going to be there. And we just put out the word this morning, we need volunteers. We need people to come out and help. You know, they're going to be patient and helpful with the kids. Step in there, listen to the Ike Foundation team, have them, you know, give you a direction on how you can help them. You know, they've done a ton of great work with a ton of great sponsors to put this thing together. And frankly, you know, four of us, we're just lucky that we're going to go and, and hang out and, and, and yeah. rub elbows with some, some great folks and do what's right for the future generations of anglers. So it's not something we're asking people to pay for or enter or anything else. I want you to check out the Ike Foundation. And if you can volunteer on Saturday, we put out a graphic that I know is all over social media. CCA sent it out through our uh, email this morning. But you just send an email with the subject volunteer to the Ike Foundation at gmail.com and Ike is I-K-E. So that's Mike Iconelli and this great team of, uh, of folks at the Ike Foundation. So we're happy to support them. And again, I've already mentioned, but it's because of the great Chesapeake Invasives count. We just gave away or drew our May prizes last week or earlier this week, I think. And I'm I won? Driving right. No, you didn't win. Oh, dang it. <laughs> but no, lots of great people won, you know, and so remember we give away five prizes to anybody that participates and then five more that the only people that are CCA members. And, uh, we mixed it up a bit last week. We gave away some hats like we did before when you all were uh, in Mulford store was the sponsor. Um, but we also gave away a knife sharpener an AFCO filet knife. I'll tell you it's one heck of a filet knife. I used it this morning to clean some snakehead. And, you know, so we've got some really cool prizes in the invasives count Island tackle, um, is the, the sponsor for the Kent Narrows tournament. That's where I'm going right now. They're doing um, giving away their prizes. We got all tackle lined up for June prizes. Anglers lined lined up for July prizes. Excellent. So it's all about the community. Yes, the community coming together. Tons of small businesses in Maryland. You know, these are the folks we got to shop with and support because they give right back and uh, they give great prizes to anybody that's listening right now. It is free to register for the Invasives Count. And the best part is again. Here we go again. The Invasive Scout is sponsoring what? With you guys. The Angler of the Year. There it is. There you go. Angler of the Year with the, uh, with, the with your Snakehead series. Yep. And I just finalized what the award is going to be for the Snakehead Angler of the Year. It's going to be a beautiful custom copper trophy by my friend Haynes Hoffman at Blue Water uh, Copper Works. I'm so glad that came so through. It's coming through. I think it's going to be like a 24-inch on this beautiful aged barn wood that's real stained and oil rust. Wow, I mean, that's it's like beautiful. Southern yeah. Cypress. So that's going to be something that somebody's going to take home. And we got a few other tricks up our sleeve. I think next week we'll probably talk about an early sign-up bonus, uh, maybe some extra prizes and stuff if you're involved in the state account and the angler of the year. <laughs> I need a drink of water. I feel like talking like Kaz. Woo. <laughs> Red no, Bull, no, Red Bull, Red Bull. No, nobody talks like Kaz does. No, you're, you're safe, Dave. Don't Look, worry. Look, what you need right here, Dave. Can you see that? That's what you need. This is the best stuff out there. It's good stuff. Sugar-free. Uh, good stuff. Just think all the people riding by and seeing your mouth moving like that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, is that guy driving or is he talking? <laughs> I was just giving a symphony. Anybody knows me, sometimes I like to talk with my hands. I, I say it's that part of Italian I got from my mother, and I'm sitting here talking with my hands as I drive down the road. There are probably people thinking I'm being a uh, you know the uh, conductor. Man, I do the same thing. Don't 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 worry about that at all. <laughs> That's the thing. I'll tell you what, Dave. I'm, I'm looking forward to Saturday. I'm looking forward to uh, doing it. You know, I mean the whole the whole angle of this thing is educating the public, raising awareness, and building a better angler. And we're happy to be part of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and I, you know I didn't mention it. 
but folks can check out a ton of stuff at the Ike Foundation website. And but what's even cooler is every single kid's going home with a fishing rod and reel combo. They're going home with a tackle box, all because of the great sponsors. And remember, remember the the custom hats we gave for the event uh, that happened down there a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Well, we're getting we got hats embroidered again thanks to Under Armour. Donated hats to us. We worked with a local business to get them embroidered. So we have these Ike Foundation hats that the kids are going to go home with. So, you know, they're going to get a fishing hat, too. And uh, we can only do that because the folks that support us and by working together. So I, That's fantastic. You know, I'm excited to have you guys involved, and we're going to have a good Saturday. Yeah, it's it's all it's all about helping each other, you know, and that and that's what we're doing. You know, we're giving back to the community. That's what we need to do. We need to to teach these kids the right from wrong, and we need to get everybody going in the right direction. And I think that's our whole itinerary for the weekend is to, uh, you know, be available, be helpful, and to uh, do do the best we can to help out Ike. That's right, absolutely. So, what what else taking? Of anything else we're missing today, Dave, or what? Nope. Nope, just uh, ccamd.org slash count for the invasives count. That's right. And CC, it's ccamd.org slash knt21, which is Kent Narrows Tournament 21. You can fish baywide. You do not have to come to Kent Island. This is the second year being virtual. We're going to be back to having a big after party at the Jetty Bar next year, but not this year. So if you're out there fishing and you're not signed up for this tournament and getting your tournament shirt, you're nuts. You're absolutely not. So everybody, be safe out there and have a great weekend. Well, I, I second, I second everything, everything you just said, Dave. <laughs> well, cheers to that. <laughs> All right, look, brother. We'll see you Saturday morning, Thanks, and uh, we'll see you next week on Thursday with our big announcement on the tournament. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. Night. Do we want to talk about baits? We want to go to Willie. What do we want to do next? Talk about your baits. Okay, first. so let's talk about baits real quick, and then we're going to bring our, on our podcast guest today, Little Willie. If you don't know Little Willie, you're going to know him. That's for sure today. So, uh, look, I don't know if you know about the jawbreaker, okay, but my good friend Roman Gorelski, you know, he's got this new tool that he's kind of came up with. I know a lot of people say it looks like something they'd see in the doctor's office, and you're probably right. <laughs> uh, so, but anyway, the way this thing works is there's a little button here, a little lever. So, you want to take this, and you're going to shove that in the snakehead's mouth, right? And then while you're in the mouth, you're going to hit this, and you're going to open that jaw up, right? Watch. Hold on. You go even further than that, Those right? Teeth oh, hold on. Oh, no, I got that yeah. piece of line. So you can get that tooth, you can get that mouth open. That's why, watch this. I can get right in there and get my frog back. I can get right in there and get my bait back. What about, get, what about your hyperelastics? You can get right in and get your hyperelastics <laughs> back. You can get your MEPS back. You can get your Savage back. You can get your Whopper Plopper back. You can get it all back. You know what I'm and saying? If it's down deep where it's hard to get your hand in there, you can take that back out. Shove it in his gills yep. and open it up from the, back. Yep. From the inside, yep. and you can reach down his tonsils. And, that, and that's something that Gary found out, Roman, that we didn't know would work. So you can thank Gary for that suggestion of going in through the gills, too. So if you haven't had a chance to uh, see the Jawbreaker, he's got a Facebook page, Roman. It's called the Jawbreaker. has a float on it, so if you're foolish enough to drop his thing over the side, being stainless steel and all that decent money, you want to make sure you have it back and you don't lose it. So, Roman, good product there. I like that. Let's talk about some lures for snakeheads and what's been working here. All right, everybody asks every week about hooks. What kind of hooks do I need? Look, eagle claw. Uh, I detected a little bit of sarcasm with your <laughs> eyes rolling there. I think you need to have a little bit more enthusiasm when you say that this time. Let's, okay. try, let's try that again. And for those of you that are asking for a bait to put your minnows on, I only suggest one bait and that bait only, and that would be the eagle claw one off bait holder. Why does this lure <laughs> work so good? Do you want me to do, do you want me to start again? From no, the no, top? that was fantastic. Okay. The spot on that. Time. Right. This lure right here. This lure right here. 
Not that lure. This lure right here is all. It's not even a lure. It's a hook. <laughs> this hook right here is all you need. Okay. So anyway, I, I wasn't going to point that out. Now I knew you were. That's why I, 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 saw, I saw you looking at him. Well, I knew it was getting ready to come. So anyway. I was. I was on it on the first round. <laughs> yeah, right. for, for all you guys that are throwing swim baits and uh, horny toads and stuff like that, elastics. Um, you know, look. Right there is a great hook to use right there, that Fusion by Berkeley. Okay, it's a little weighted hook right there. It's strong as can be. It'll hold the fish. It'll hold up. You'll have it for till you lose it. <laughs> use it till you lose it. If you don't use it, you lose That's it. That's right. So the Nantaberry Chanadai baits, okay? So if you haven't had a chance to see uh, what Brady's got going on with these custom baits that he's doing, so his company is called Nantaberry Chanadai, and this would be one of the lures that he gave to us to show, and we are – Fully stocked right now, Eddie. We got mm -hmm. stocked back up. So yep. all everybody's been asking. We got them back. They're back. All yeah, kinds of stocked. colors, different I think, sizes. I think Denton's stocked. And yeah. uh, I think Autumn Sky's still stocked up with them. So I mean, these things are great. You can places. They're great. I mean, the little spinners on them, they hold up. The hooks are strong enough. I mean, I can't even bend them with my finger. So I'm at, that, that's sufficient for me. I'm going to talk about Eddie's favorite bait. This that's has been right. knocking it out the park. It's called Elastics. Okay. Eddie, why don't you show him how stretchy that thing is? Huh? And I've, right. been, I've been stretching this thing for 62 episodes. That's right. <laughs> and so, it is still holding strong. So if you want to ask about durability, boom, right there it is. There's your durability, okay? Elastics. Uh, inline spinners. You know that uh, we love our MEPS, and we stand proud with our MEPS. MEPS number fours, MEPS number fives. Doesn't really matter the, the size, the color. If you're getting short struck, tip it with a snakehead destroyer minnow on one treble hook. Watch what happens. You'll thank me later. Um, the Booya Pad Crusher still killing it. Okay, Kyle was on these things like a while back. Man. I don't like them. That's yeah, just me. Yeah, you got to bend them hooks. You got to bend that. That's why I like the lunker hunts better. I got to tell you, well, I like the you know me, the pocket frog. That's all yeah. I throw. But but I'm saying I like the, the the compact frog. It's just like that, but it's the lunker hunt brand, and their hooks are just at a little bit different angle. Makes all the difference in the world to me. That's I'll, just me personally. I believe that. I believe that. I gotta believe him. So 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 what did you, what did you say you liked? It was the uh, lunker hunts, right? Yep. You want to see what my favorite bait is in the lunker hunts? Mm -hmm. You know what it is? I know what it is. Yeah. That right there has been fire in the ditches. Okay, I mean fire in but the see, ditches. You, you can even tell on that one there. It the hooks at just a little bit different angle. I mean, it's just it's just at a different. It's just different, and it hooks. You get a better hook set. That's just my opinion. Well, for me, this is yeah. this is what works for me. You know, I know mean, I know Gary's got what he likes. You got what you like. How about this? Buzz baits. We love buzz baits, right? That buzz toad's killer. The it buzz toad. Has been, yeah. Okay, so the buzz toad, we've been knocking it out of them with this. That was a good save one. That was a good save. And then, now, I don't know if you saw the post that Annie put on the page with the peanut bunker. When the peanut bunker showed up last year, you'll remember me talking on the podcast about spoons. Okay? And that spoon right there, that Tony has set a pet spoon, I mean, I'm telling you right now, you put... If they don't hit that like that, then you put a minnow on that, tip it out. But the person that turned me on to these spoons was Eddie. And, Eddie, you were throwing the drones, wasn't it? I was throwing the drones. So he was throwing drone spoons, and I started throwing these. And they both seemed to work pretty pretty darn good. I, I put a curly tail on the, on the back of the drones, and it worked. And it's no, the same thing as putting the feather go, on there. Go, go ahead and show that I, bait I there, Gary. That, uh, that they had snake heads all the way up Siberia, but I didn't know they tried to catch them on polar bears. <laughs> 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 That's, I caught I caught one today. I only had about twenty minutes to fish, and second cast on my little little mouse. Bang! Yep. Which mouse were you using? This one, or were you using another? One? I was using the one that's all one piece. So you were using. Let's see if I got that in the pole. Yep, live target right there. Yep, there he is. Kapow! Oh, that's the same, one you want right there. Okay. One. Yep, same mouse. 
That's what Gary was using today, and he got a few. So, you know, we're always trying to help you out with baits and things like that. And I got to tell you, okay, and Gary can testify to this because he's been throwing them. Why don't you tell, him, tell him a little about the high-octane stuff, Gary? They're just good quality stuff, I'm telling you. Their buzz baits are just... Look look at, look at the, the massive metal on that thing. You know what I mean? Look, look at the diameter. Yeah, I mean, just... That yeah. hook is serious. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're not going to bend. If you get hung in a log, you're probably going to, if you line strong enough, you're going to pull yourself a nice log in. <laughs> you're not, you're not going to bend the hook straight. Now, now you've been throwing his buzz bait yeah, and I've smoking him up with that buzz bait. So, and then, I think I you even went and ordered like 300 so that you could I have got, them. Right? I got a bunch of them. <laughs> That's right, well, coming. One more bait to talk about. This bait, when I was with Chris Leslie, was the thing that broke open wide for me, snakehead fishing. A lot of guys say they don't have to go with it, but let me tell you what. It's hit or miss. You know? The popularity. The Whopper Plopper. Okay, now there's a couple of different styles they got now. They got the 145, they got the 90, they got the 75, they got the bulk body. So People either love, either yeah. love them or hate them. You know, I, I, it's like the Whopper Flopper for me. <laughs> I've, never, I've never even got a hit on one. I, I've never so, got a so, caught so, fish so, so what I do with these things, you know, if I'm not burning them, I, you know, I'm just slow enough to turn the tail. And what you'll see happen is this. You're fishing in an area for a little bit and you throw that bait a couple times. You're going to see rises behind it if you fish it slow, like I'm saying. If you're burning it and things like that, you're, you're probably going to pull away from the fish, you know? So what I like to do is make a long cast with this thing because you can chuck this thing a country mile, man. That's what I also loved about this Not bait. a city mile. A country mile. That's right. So, um, I mean, the whopper plopper. So for me, what I do is I just cast it and reel it as slow as I can, just enough to keep the tail turning. And I'll see that fish rise behind, and I'll stop it. And I'll watch the fish to see what it's going to do. The fish turns away. He didn't want it. That fish stops there, and he's looking at it. I'm going to give it one or two turns on the reel, just enough to move it, and see what the fish does. If that fish moves with that lure, I'm going to start real slow because he's going to follow it. And once I see him start following, I'll start speeding it up and then stop it. The minute I stop it, he just destroys it. So one more bait to talk about. I know this is a lot of people's favorite baits, the horny toads. Okay, and they've been working incredible. And there's some guys out there making some custom baits that look like this with some different tails, and they're working good, too. I know Chris Dixon has some he's yep. been using, and they're just phenomenal. I can't remember who made them. He did tell me. I think it was Butch Huber, but I can't remember. Butch, if that was you that made them, they're great baits. So that being said, I think we've talked about baits. We've talked about the Ike thing. We've talked about the, no tournament yet. We'll talk about them later. Later, yep. Uh, Why don't you introduce our guest? Yeah, let's, uh, let's introduce our guest. So, look, this is a kid that I have watched for a couple years now. And, um, you know, his mom and me, his, his mom works up at the vet place that I go to. And, you know, we just kind of became friends there. And we just started sharing pictures back and forth, helping to teach Willie how to catch snakeheads and other stuff like that. Um, Willie has become quite the young angler. I mean, so good that we have decided to make him the kid's captain at the Snakehead Fishing Club. Yep. So for those folks that are joining the club, me and Eddie were talking about something Gary last week. No matter whether you join Leroy's page or anywhere, if you've got kids... And you join the club. You can bring the kids. You get to hang out with Little Willie. Little Willie's going to talk to them. He's going to make his little club up. He's going to teach them how to catch snakeheads. He's going to teach them the right from wrong. He's going to teach them the facts. He's going to teach them everything. So uh, if the parents join, the kids join for free. Yes. And I thought that that was just you yep. know we were we were, we were really kind of juggling that you know yep. but I think that was the right thing for us to do you know what I mean and that's going to give these kids a much bigger opportunity free of cost you know what I'm saying the parents don't got to pay for it so. Um, Little Willie, how you doing today, buddy? Why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little about yourself. Hey, I'm William, and um, 
I actually just got out of school today, <laughs> and I'm here listening to you guys talk. All right, so let me ask you something, Willie. Yes? Do you remember your first fish you ever caught? Um, no, actually. I you've been fishing since you were like six months is what I understand. So you probably don't remember anything that far back. So let me ask you, what is your favorite fish to catch? What, what, is the fi- what is the first fish that you remember that you really got excited to go fishing for? Snakehead. Snakeheads. Have you caught any snakeheads, really? Um, yes. I actually, I was the first one in my family to catch one. Oh, right. man, that is awesome. Now, I understand oh, you've two. done some tournaments before, too, and you've won some trophies, man. So you're quite the fisherman, man. Uh, so tell us a little about some of the tournaments that you've fished. Well, I fished at, um... Hmm. I fished at the Elks and Easton. Um, that's where you won with the snakehead. And you got a pretty nice trophy for that, didn't you, brother? Then mm. was that a good day for you? Was that was that just like the highlight of of the year or what? Yeah, it was my first fish actually. Oh wow! And so you caught your first snakehead. It was in a tournament, and you won the tournament. Mm. That is amazing. So, so what else do you like to fish for? I, I, heard, I heard you like to catch crappie and some other things, too. So let's talk about the different kinds of fish you, that you like that you want to teach these other young guys how to catch. What do you like to catch? Um, I like to catch carp. I like to catch... Tommy Robinson would like that. Yeah. Um, I could teach them how to catch snakehead. Um, perch. Catfish. You were tearing up some catfish at oh, Leroy's event, weren't I just, you? I got. I just got to say, at Leroy's event, I saw William and, he, and he's bringing a fish over to get it weighed. And I look, and here it comes with another fish. And now I look, and here it comes another fish. I said, "What well, they got this kid running fish for everybody?" <laughs> and then I walk over and I look at the board, and one side is William, and the other side is everybody else. And he he lit it up. I mean, he had the he had the biggest carp, biggest catfish. Yep. Perch? Yeah. He had a perch, too, didn't he? Was your perch the biggest? Um, no. Smallest. The smallest, yeah, the smallest yeah. one. Yeah. You got the smallest award. You got the catfish awards. What other awards you get from Mr. Leroy? Um, I actually got a tie for the biggest, but um, we just handed it off to someone else because I almost got them all because there's this other kid with me named Jeremiah. Is he your friend? Yes, he was fishing with me. And he actually got the smallest, but he left, so I took it. And um, like I said, um, I was I was a if I uh didn't give the um trof- the thing away, um, I would have got all the awards. So but you get so you so, so, humble of you. Yeah. So you gave so you gave away an award you could have had to help somebody else. Yes. Yeah, wow, cool. that is amazing. That's tell you what. I him up that day. I was impressed. And someone mm. caught an eel. Did they eat it? Um, I'm not sure. Have you ever ate an eel, Willie? Nope. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> We're not, it's pretty rare. <laughs> so, so what's your favorite fish to eat, Willie? Mine is snakehead. What's your second favorite to eat? Mm. Catfish. Is that, is that, is that followed by a third or what? What's after that? Um, pretty much nothing. <laughs> I love this kid, man. So, Willie, let, let me ask you a question. What What is your favorite rod and reel? Do you, do you have a favorite rod and reel you like? 
Oh, my favorite. Because we're going to see if they're going to sponsor you. That's why I'm asking you. I like the one my dad has, which is uh, a lose. Um, Let me ask you this, Willie. Who was who was the most instrumental to you as far as learning the fish and the outdoors and things like that? I'm not sure. I just automatically got into it. I mean, did your mom teach you? Did your dad teach you? What? I'm honestly not sure. A little bit of everybody. A little bit of everybody. Um, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> my grandpa, my grandma, yep. everyone. What's your favorite lure? My favorite lure is the black frog, which, um... Can you go wrong with a frog? No. No, nothing can go wrong with my... Um, the, my dad actually has a whole box of frogs. Can you get a couple for me out of your dad's box next time you're over there, buddy? <laughs> maybe, I'm not sure. No, 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 maybe it's about that. No. <laughs> So you like frogs? What else do you like to use? Anything else? Um, I like chatterbait. Mmm. And I also like these. The old school tackle? Uh-huh. Brian Dolph, look, look at that right there. Look at that, Brian Dolph. He's representing you. How about that, boy? Woo! I love it. Um, so as far as bait goes, what kind of bait do you like? To, I see your hat. So what kind of bait do you like to use? Well, honestly, I like blood worms. Because they also give you some pretty good fish automatically. Yep. I also like these weird ones that have, like, multiple little tiny legs. Sandworms. Uh-huh, sandworms. They're pretty creepy. Mayworms, sandworms. Yeah, they're pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. They glow in the dark. Did you know that? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. So tonight, tonight when you go to bed, get a couple, put them in your bed with you, and you'll be light up all underneath the, all underneath no. the sheets. You read a book under there, whatever you want to do. Mom won't care. <laughs> does, your sister, does your sister have any kids? Oh, yeah, she's got are three. Allowed, are you allowed to see No, him? I'm not allowed to see him. Now, the one that's in college, I'm allowed to see now, and I've been helping him get with some fishery stuff because that's what he wants oh, to be. Oh, man. So, so, Willie, so you like bloodworms, you like sandworms. How, how about snakehead destroyers from the bait boys? You ever used any of them? Um, Actually, yes. How, how do they work? Really well. Oh, when you say really well, what do you mean? Like, like. They're the, they're the best? Or? Like big fish. Oh, big fish. Like, what, what kind of big fish? I mean, like, oversized bluegill. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now you're talking about bluegill. You didn't tell us anything about bluegill before. We went, so we found this place in, like, the forest where, so, where there's, like, a bunch of, like, junk. You go through, like, some shattered grass through the leaves, and there'll be, like, a couple of wood and a... Um, a log, and me and my dad go down there all the time, and we have to get, like, multiple baits because he keeps on snagging them, and I have to reel it in. Oh, you mean he he hooks the fish, and you get to reel them in. He's, uh, he's not snagging trees and faking you out, saying you got one, and you're sitting there, and you're like, ah, I can't get it. They're literally, like, the size of this. Bluegills? Yes, bluegills. Holy moly. I don't know if I've ever seen a bluegill that big in my life. Maybe one time you can just get one and send me a picture of it. How's that? Yeah, we will. Well, what about crappie? Do you catch any crappie in area bluegill fishing? Um, yep. What's your biggest crappie? Um, 16 pounds, 200 pounds? One pound. One pound? Say one pound, say one pound. One pound. There you go, buddy. Good answer. <laughs> Sorry, I was like, I forgot for a minute. I was like, um. That's okay. We'll keep you straight. We'll keep you straight. Um, 
Eddie, you got anything you want to ask him or anything about anything? Uh, you, you've covered everything pretty pretty All right, quickly. So, so, yeah. so, so you like bluegills. You like crappie. Where is your favorite place to go fishing? My favorite place? If, if you could only go to one place for the rest of your life and fish, where would it be? Um, Blackwater or Cherry Beach? Cherry Beach. Cherry Beach. Cherry Beach. What's a Cherry Beach? What do you catch there? Cherry Beach. You catch cherries there? Um, no. Oh. Not at all. Do you use cherries for bait? Um, no. Oh, There's okay. No cherries left. Why is it called the Cherry, cherry Point? Uh-huh. Good place. Cherry Beach is, um, like somewhere in the trees where you can take a canoe out. You can, um, there's cacti there. Oh, lots of catfish. Now, I haven't heard you say one fish, and we have a few of them around here. We used to have lots of them around here. How about bass fishing? You like bass fishing? Yeah, I bet you do. What's your favorite lure to throw at a bass? Um, I gotta go with the um frogs. Frogs. Frogs are like its number one attraction. And is there any anything else you like to throw for them? Like a maps or maybe a, a chatterbait or a yeah, buzzbait or chatterbait? Yeah. How big's your biggest bass you ever caught? I, I heard you caught some big ones before. 21 inches. So that's about a five, six-pound bass right that's there. Nice bass. Yeah, it's real nice. That was your hold on, whoa, 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 that was your second fishing tournament. Second fishing tournament. So, 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 tell me about that. What happened there? You, you got, you won the bass. Um, yes. <laughs> I'm not sure if it was the first one or the second one. I tied for first place. Um, I think it was the first. one. Yeah. Willie, you ever been to Las Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> you want to go? <laughs> yeah, it was the first one. There's some other kid that tied with me, and the judges were like, huh. And um, we almost had the same size. We pretty much had, like, the same size and height. Then um, then they said, um, William wins for saving the pond because... If I haven't caught that snakehead, all the You got two different ones. Uh, you did tie for first place with the bass mm-hmm. at Centerville at that lake, and you split it with a little girl. Mm-hmm. You gave up your prize and split it with her. Oh, hold, hold on. That's why I wanted to ask him because I heard about that. I heard you gave up another prize, and I wanted, I wanted the people to see where your heart is and what kind of kid you are and how awesome you are. So that bass tournament, let's refresh you a little bit. You tied for first place with another little girl, and you decided to let her have the prize, right? True. Right. That is very unselfish. And that's, I think, why we like you so much. That'll carry you a long way in life. Mm -hmm. Gary, what can you think to ask him? I know know you like taking kids over to the pond, doing stuff like that. Oh, I asked him. I asked him if he he ever been out in the boat. Willie, have you ever caught any rockfish? Um, Actually, yes. Good. Did you sure. catch any big ones? Um, no keepers. No. Keepers. no. So, so tell me about the oyster cracker the other day. <laughs> <laughs> that was Jurassic. mom's favorite, wasn't it? <laughs> that Jurassic Park fish? <laughs> did, did, did you touch it? Did you feel how slimy it was? No, but I was on the car. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, whoa, 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 you ran to the car to get away from it? No. Okay. So what happened? Mommy what? might. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Let me ask you this, Willie. Would you eat it? Um, yes, actually. I would like to try something new. How about that? Eddie, we got to give him some fish, something new for him to try. We'll, huh? we'll give him something to try. We'll find him something. 
<laughs> so, Willie, um, what do you like to do for fun besides fishing? Honestly, I like to play with Legos. Mm. I also play with my cats where I have this, like, tiny um fishing toy. And it actually has a reel and everything with a tiny fish on the end. And then I stand on the bed and tear it. And they, um, like, come in there and I'm... And I reel it up, and they're like jumping for it. <laughs> so, so let me get this straight. It sounds to me like fishing. it sounds yeah, to me like right. it sounds to me like you're pretending that your bed is the boat, and you're up on the boat above the fish. <laughs> this, is what, this is what I see the Willie right now. He's sitting there, and he's got his rod going, casting to the cats. No cat, you ain't getting it. He's catfishing. Is that how is that is that how you learn to set the hook? Is that how you learn? Because look, I saw a picture of you lean back, setting the hook. Is that how is that how you do it? It's very tiny. Well, not very. It's like probably like this tall and like very skinny. How, how, how many kitties do you have that you play with? Um, four. Um, inside, two and two outside. Oh, got any dogs? Um, yes, one Tansy. Ah, what kind of dog? Um, uh, um, bulldog and. Pitbull mix. Oh. Is your dog big? Pretty big. Bigger than you? Almost. Can you ride on its back when it goes around the house? It doesn't let me. <laughs> like, like <laughs> that's the best dancer ever, man. That's what I was telling you, man. You know, like if I try to, she'll literally sit sit down and make me. Yep, like nope. That's fantastic. I've seen some pictures of you cuddled up with that dog. You love that dog, don't you? One time, um, I was driving home, and Mommy was home, and um, we were in the morning. Well, I'm not sure what time it was, and my my dad showed me a picture of her laying down, and I was like, Dad, I don't see anything. And I was like, that's Tansy. And I said, where? And she was camo flush with the couch. I was like, <laughs> where is she? You're telling me what, where? And um, uh, he just had to explain it the whole car ride home. So, so let me ask you this, Willie: Have have you ever been hunting before? No. Do you want Do you want to go hunting and try hunting? Yeah. Um, my friend Nathan, he actually went hunting before. What like, What did he get? Um, he likes um to hunt deer. He likes to hunt. Um, honestly, a lot of stuff. Mostly deer, deer and squirrels. Squirrels. Squirrels are delicious. Have you ate a squirrel yet? No. You never had squirrel stew? Nope. Have you ever had sick of stew? Nope. Let me tell you, he makes the best sick of stew I've ever had in my life. That guy sitting right there next to you. His name's Gary. You met Gary yet? Um, honestly, from the time I've been time with I've been with him, yes. Very good, very good. <laughs> so I, w- I want to talk to mom a little bit here for a minute. You know, I'm not going to put her on the spot. I'm not going to, Willie, look, I'm going to jump back to you in a minute, but we're going to talk to your mom just for a second. I'm going to come back to you in a second. So, Brandy, you guys have been just a blessing to me in life. You know, uh, the VCA Animal Hospital up in Cambridge, you know, Brandy is the manager of that operation there. And um, I can tell you what, folks, these are some of the best vets I've met in my life, you know. So, Brandon, tell us a little bit about yourself. 
But he's the he's the he's the fun one. I'm just the mom. I know. Uh, I'm just the way here. Um, so I'm William's mom. I run the animal hospital. Um, I also run the crazy cakery in whatever spare time I do have. So let's talk a little about that real quick, okay? So for those of you that don't know, the crazy cakery. Um, so Brandy makes homemade desserts, cakes, all kinds of stuff. Now I can't remember what I had. I think they were what were they? Moose or buck something? You had. Buckeyes. Buckeyes. Yeah. So she made me some Buckeyes a little while back, and let me tell you what. I didn't know what they were to begin with. You know, I didn't know what I was getting into. But I took one bite, and I knew they were all gone. That's all I knew. Everybody I've had the rules. cakes. I've had the stuff she makes, and i got to tell you, it's phenomenal. And if you want something because you're diabetic, you can do that, can't you? Yeah, I sure can. Yeah, and that was one of the things that I really liked about that because I have type 2 diabetes. But I still made her give me the sugar cake. I was just about to say, I don't know why you're worried about that because you don't even worry about your diabetes half the time. I know, right? Do as he says, not as he does. That's right, right, exactly. Right, right. So, Brandy, you've been fishing for a pretty good bit, and I want you to talk about how you got the girls involved at your work fishing. You know, this is the coolest thing, folks. So I was up there yesterday with the dogs, you know, we're getting some some vaccines, some things like that, and I was talking to some of the girls in there, and, and right away the first thing they said was that, they learn to fish, and they, they, they're all this little community of fisher girls, we'll call them, you know, at the hospital. And they go out how many times a week? Once a week? At they, least, yeah. And they all go out at least once a week and go fishing together. Um, it's, it's just phenomenal. So you reached out to me about snakeheads and all that stuff like that. So, Brandy, let's talk a, bit, a little bit about what you like to go fishing for. Anything that fights. I like the fight. Um, I'm not big into numbers. I don't really care. We can pull 30 bluegill out of the same pond. Um, but I'm, I'm going to sit there for hours if it means I've got a good fight on my hand. So that's what I like to fish for. Anything that's going to give me a run for my money. Now, I know, I know that, that usually when you go out fishing, I usually get a text message or something like that. And, you know, you're going to tell me what's been going on or you're going to ask for a suggestion or what to do. And if you need a suggestion, I'm going to give you one. But the coolest thing is I see you doing a lot of things on your own, mm-hmm. you know, and there's not a lot of women anglers out here, A, to begin with, you know. B, the simple fact to see the enthusiasm that you have, the effort that you guys put into it, and the things that you are doing together mm-hmm. is just amazing. So I know you said your biggest. What was the first fish that you caught that kind of got you hooked on fishing? Was it a bluegill? Was it a minnow? Was it a crab? See, that's a trick question. I'm too old to remember. Um, <laughs> I've been fishing since younger than him with, I grew up in Florida, the Gulf of Mexico, and it was a thing that we went fishing after school. And if you caught the last fit, if you didn't win and catch the most, you had to clean them all for dinner. <laughs> I don't know if I like so, that plan. <laughs> so it was a good competition between me and my dad. Um, so I, I couldn't tell you the biggest, I, I really couldn't. I caught a huge carp last year. It's probably one of the biggest I remember, um, right out of Federalsburg, but like, I grew up fishing. Well, I'm going to try to see if we can't in the next week or so get you guys on a drum. Yeah. Okay, they've been getting some in the big, in the big chop tank, 60 pounds plus. They've been getting a few in the little chop tank, and they're big. Um, so we're going to try to find you something big that really gets your blood pumping. How's that sound? Sounds good. Um, so let's talk about the crazy cakery. What, what kind of cakes do you make? How can they reach out to you to get an order to you? I mean, what, what can they do to, uh, to, to get in touch with you? You can actually just check um, Facebook. It's the Crazy Cakery MD. Um, my cell phone number's on there. You can shoot me a message. I will tell you June is booked, um, and July is getting there. Um, I do all kinds of cakes, all the bad decisions, gluten, sugar, dairy, all of it, and then I can also do all of it without those decisions. 
Um, so if you have any dietary restrictions, we can make that happen. Um, but I just, I do it because somebody needed a cake and couldn't pay $80. So that's where I started with a cakery. So here, here, here's the next thing I want people to know about you guys. You're very involved with the women's shelters. Yep. Um, you do a lot for them every week. We do. Um, talk a little bit about that, what you do to give back to them. Um, we provide supplies to them as well as meals when we can. Um, so it's, it's always something they always need volunteers and, and just, it's the little things that you don't think of that somebody might need in that situation. So we're always available for them to call when they need something. So how many women are in the shelter roughly that you're helping? It varies. Um, it's anywhere from 12 to 20. And I guess this time of the year with it getting warm, hot, you know, there's going to be a, additional needs over there. There are. And so can... is it okay for us to mention the shelter in case anybody wants to make donations? Or is or it better for them right to reach to out to you? They can go right to okay, me and so, I can make sure so they that, get I didn't, yeah. want to, I didn't want to, the anonymity yeah. whole thing, you know no, what I mean? Fine. So I, I know I know about all that goes uh, with battered women and things like that. Yeah, so. so they can always go through me and I'll make sure they get what they need and, and take care of it. You know, while, while we're sitting here talking, let's let's go ahead and give away something. Yep. Huh? What do you think, guys? It's a good start. Gary, what do you think, brother? Well, let's give stuff away, man. <laughs> here, here, here's the grab box. The box. What's in give there? Me the box. Let's see what we got here. Oh, man. I don't think this is candy. That looks like Purple Rain to me, brother. Is that Purple Rain? Oh, Purple Grub Tail. It says Purple Rain. Holy moly, purple rain, okay. purple rain. Um, we get enough of your singing at the end of the episode. We don't need it in the middle, too. It's fine. It's okay. All right, so look, if you want that pack of grubs, what do you want to say, Gary? Purple rain. Purple rain. There you go. Purple rain, purple rain. Or you can just say, Cash, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was waiting for anyway. All right, let's find something else in this box to get away to. Gary, what do you think there, brother? Oh, let's see. Ooh. Oh, man. Here we go. We, we, were just, we were just talking about that. Just talking about them. I'm telling you, man, that's, that's an awesome lure. I'll tell you what. That, that convoy's got it going inline, on. Inline spinner. Say inline spinner? Yep. High octane. So say uh, inline spinner, and you get that. What's next? Let's do it again. Right, let's do one more. We'll do one more. I think you got more than one in there. I got more than one. We'll get a couple more. We'll get way later. Ooh. Ticket. It's oh, a, a raffle ticket. ticket. Here, let me let me hold up. You talk yep. about it. I can't see it. So, uh, yeah, tell me what sure, I'll, I'll no hold it up. Uh, I'll you read. Tell, yeah, you tell me. It's it it's a um, raffle ticket for the Midshore Fishing Club's uh, rock fishing trip on uh, on Chop Tank River in October of twenty one. Uh, trip is provided by Captain Phil Goody. Trip is for six anglers. Um, Thanks, any, Mr. Any, Phil. Anytime uh, after one p.m. Monday through Thursday in the month of October. Um, the drawing is in September. All proceeds go to the Clint Waters Scholarship Fund uh, at University of Maryland Horns Point. And so what we're doing is, uh, we've we've bought four tickets, and so we're gonna we're gonna give one ticket away uh, for the next uh, four weeks and enter you guys into uh, the raffle for you guys. And so what do they gotta say, Gary? Gotta say Goody, and you gotta spell it correctly. Oh, gotta say, say Goody. Yep. Goody and spell it correctly. I like that, Mister Phil. How you like that? Like me, we're trying to talk, copy Mr. Wazuski or Tom Wazuski. I, I know I lost w- my freaking dollar. Okay, I, I just cost you a dollar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Um. So let's see. Uh. Let's jump back over to little Willie here for a minute. All right. And Hello. Then, and then <laughs> there he is. Hi, Willie. Um. So Willie, what are you going to do this summer? You know, while you're not in school, what, what are your plans? What do you want to do? Well, I want to um honestly go back to my daycare, Tiny Trailblazers, cause. 
um, at Tiny Trailblazers, we actually um have like these many weeks. Like we would have Technology Week where we would um. Oh, very cool. Like do something with technology or my favorite engineering week, and it's where we like take little like DIYs and make them. Hold on, what's what's a DIY? You're using big words now, Willie. I'm not up to par with. So tell me what that is. Do it yourself. Oh, oh, I should have known that. I'm sorry. Um. We made this own tiny little <laughs> vacuum, and we made a um, rocket thing where we would um, slam the button, and it will actually launch. Man, what's, the, what's the cutoff age in that place? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to go, too. You got any openings? I can come in there, Willie, or am I too old? Can you take a guess? Um, Maybe when someone leaves, there will be an open space. All right, we'll see if you can get me in that spot. Dude, let me ask. This is my this. I got to have an answer for this question, so I know I'm making my decision. Do you take naps there? Um, honestly, yes. Oh, man, I got to be there then. Oh, All right, I'm in, we, too. In summer, we actually take, like, one nap a day. Oh, that's... I need three naps a day. Can we get three in there? Sure. <laughs> like, if you're tired enough, we can actually... You can actually go up to Miss Danielle, our daycare provider, and, um... You can actually say, can I lay down? And she'll actually let you sometimes. And what's her name again? So I remember Miss Danielle. Yes, Miss Danielle. Miss Danielle, when you get an opening, I need to come in there, and but I need three naps a day. I'm willing to pay for that. You just let me, because you're dollar short and a couple decades late. Well, bro, you, you, you can play with Legos, all right? You're a construction guy. I'm not. You know, he, he can build electronics in the back with you. I like you. the DUI stuff. DIY. Right. DUI stuff? <laughs> DIY. <laughs> <laughs> so Willie, so it sounds to me like you're really interested in like the good stuff, electronics, engineering. I heard a couple words there you said that were just like, you know. So what do you want to be when you grow up? Honest, you ever thought about that? I want you to be honest. Honestly, this might kind of sound whack, but I actually want to um, be a Lego inventor. Oh, that's fantastic. Like new Lego. You got a TV show about this. Yeah, Lego Masters. You watch Lego Masters? Yes, there's actually a new season, season two. Go watch it on Hulu. (laughs) (laughs) This is awesome, man. Oh, that's fantastic. So, so Lego company out there, look, little Willie needs a job. So, let's uh, let's get that thing going. He's ready to start work for you right now, designing Legos for his friends and for the whole world. Have you ever made a fish out of Lego? What? Have you made a fish out of Lego yet? Um, I actually have. Um, have, have you built a snakehead? Have you built a snakehead out of Legos yet? Um, no. Oh, you need to get on that. But, yeah, I was about to say, but I'll get right on that. <laughs> I'm on top of it. Okay. There, all right. All right. <laughs> so, so if you can't design Legos, what would be your second choice? Um, probably like hmm, I never got asked that question. That's okay. I would probably be like. Um, when I was your age, let me tell you what I wanted to be. I was on a TV show called Heads Up when I was your age in Baltimore. And the man asked me, he says, I was a smart kid when I was young. So I got to go on them television shows. What with happened? The, with the, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you see what happened. He's getting ready to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> oh. But no, really, so, 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 so the, the, the host asked me, I was the team leader of our, of our panel. Uh-huh. He says, Kaz, what do you want to be when you grow up? And that's what I said to him. I says, you know, I think I want to be a veterinarian. And he said, why? And I said, because I love animals. So I wanted to be a vet when I was your age. But then as I got a little older, 
I wanted to be not necessarily a Lego designer, but I knew I wanted to be something else, but I still wasn't sure what I wanted to be. Now, ask me what I want to be at 46 years old. I have no idea. I still don't know. It's taking 46 years, and I still have no idea. I'm just happy to be here. But look, I think you got a good future ahead of you. We're real excited about Absolutely. what you're bringing to the program for us. You know, your mom joined too, so we know she'll be there every week. And look, do you like to, do you like to eat like nachos and stuff? Of course. All right. So listen, you're really going to love it there, Willie, because they got nachos, hot dogs with chili and cheese. I mean, they got all the bad food. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. I know. Really I know. Can I bring too? a friend? Because yep. she'll, she'll literally just chow down. Fool. She wouldn't care. She'll just keep on eating. Well, I'll tell you what. You can bring your friend. Just make sure their parents sign up for the club. How's okay. that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, we're looking at like 52 minutes. Yep. We need to go over some tournament stuff, some yep. club stuff, and some other things, sponsors, things like that. So, Willie, really, look, this is from Eddie, okay? Yep. Eddie wanted you to have your very own. Oh, God. <laughs> you okay? Gary, we need to move that. There you go. So, we're going to give this to Willie, right? Willie's going to get that. Check his very own. Wolford shirt, so that's for you, Willie, from Mr. Eddie. Thank you. You're welcome. And you got a pack of baits from Brian Dolph over at uh, Old School Tackle. And Gary's going to give you a high five. How's that? Yeah. Mm. All right. <laughs> I'm going to take him fishing. Yeah, I know. Willie, thank you for coming today. This was awesome, Absolutely. man. Thank you You are the much. first kid we've had on the podcast. Oh, snap. I know. And we even had your mom here. So she's like, what, the yeah. third or fourth female on the show? Yeah, something like that. So, and, and look... If you're a lady angler out there, reach out to us. Let us know what you do, and we'll see what we can't do to uh, maybe help you with your calls. You know, what I mean? if you want to be a lady angler, there's still some openings at Blackwater, is it not? Um, I think so for the mentor yeah, program. Yeah, I think yeah, for the mentor I, program. I, I, I'm not sure. I know Marsha said she was getting close to full. I'm not sure. If I, they think, I think they said they had 12, and I think the total is 18. So, yeah, I think it's 15 or 18 was so, the max. Uh, so I know they're getting close. Yep. So sign up quickly if you if you that want to get is, into uh, the mentor program. Sign up quickly. It's, uh, yep. We're meeting June twelfth and thirteenth. Yep. It's uh, next next Saturday and Sunday. So get signed up with that through Blackwater, and and we'll get you a mentor, and get you fishing. All right, let's um, let's thank Brandy. Let's thank Willie. Thank you guys again for coming here today. Yep. Thank you so much. Um, thank you. You can take the candy home with you because we don't want you here bouncing off the walls with us all night. We got enough going on with my two dogs. <laughs> 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 that's, that's a good idea. That, that means you can just eat more when they're gone, bro. <laughs> so this weekend, we're going to bring Willie up there, and he's going to help volunteer yep. with the kids that's cool. with Mr. Iconelli. I can't wait to see you guys there. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we're, and we're, we're glad to have you there with us, Willie. So, all right, Eddie, let's, uh, let's, let's start talking about some tournaments, some other stuff That's like right. that, things we got to do. So, uh, before I forget, we've got to announce our winners of the, uh, of the giveaways earlier. Uh, TJ Henson won the uh, Purple Kabow! Grub. Tyler Smith won the High Octane Inline Spinner. And Robert Moffat won the Raffle Ticket. Kapow! And so, uh, let's see. Tournament. Next tournament for us is June 19th. That is two... Two weeks from Saturday. Two weeks, yep. Two weeks from Saturday. Get signed up very quickly. It, it's it's coming fast, and uh, some, somebody's got to take down Tom Turkey Tom from number one spot here. I know that's gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be tough to do, but somebody's got to do it. Uh, Fifty dollars enter. You've got until the eighteenth to sign up. Uh, sign ups close at the, on midnight of the eighteenth. Uh, you got to be here at Wolford's store at five o'clock for the captain's meeting. 
Um, we'll be leaving here at 5.30. You can leave here about 5.30 to go fishing. Um, Calcutta's, $10 each get into the heaviest of the tournament, sponsored by Bass Rec Outdoors. Oh, before I forget, uh, Anglers is, is our headline sponsor of the whole tournament series. Uh, heaviest of the tournament, sponsored by Bass Rec Outdoors. Uh, the longest of the tournament, sponsored by Horseman Enterprises. The most snakeheads harvested in the tournament, sponsored by the Land Group. And, of course, the heaviest of the year, which Tom is winning currently, sponsored by the Bait Boys. And, of course, everybody is also fighting for that Anger of the Year prize that, that Dave was talking about earlier. The uh, the nice bronze statue. Yeah, that is going to be a beautiful bronze statue of a snakehead. Uh, oh, and, of course, the, the uh, championship belt. Can't forget yeah. that. Um, but, yeah, Tom's in the lead of that right now, so somebody's going to come in and knock him off that top spot. So try. let's get to it. What, uh, what about um, the club? Club. Fifty dollars enter for the entire year. Um, like I said, if you get if you fish all four tournaments, you're automatically in the club for free. Um, let's see, we do all kinds of door prizes. Kids, yeah, uh, go ahead. So the kid, the ki- if you sign up for the club, no matter where you are, your kids are welcome to attend the club with you. And they get to fish with Little Willie. And they get to fish with Little Willie, and they get to be entertained by Little Willie, and they get to share and break bread with Little Willie. It'll be a good time. Um, as far as Door prizes and stuff like that. we got lots of stuff we're giving away during the club meetings. If you can't make the meeting, you can tune in from your phone, from your computer, if you're, if you're a paid a member. member yep. right? You cannot tune in if you are not a paid member. Um, so if you are a paid member, that means you can tune in, your kids can tune in with you, or you can come to the, the venue here at the American Legion. Is that where we are? Yeah, American Legion? Right. I got it right this time. Proud of you. Proud of you, man. I haven't seen it 10 times an now, hour where, for the last three days. Where is it? Uh, uh, it's on Route 50, right next to the Chop Tank River Bridge, baby. There you go. Across from Sailwinds Park. Yep. Man, Good I nailed job. it. I'm proud of you, Cass. I know, right? Oh, before I forget, uh, this week's Angler Spot of the Week, uh, Richard Lehman caught this fish, uh, 34 inches, 11 pounds. That's a heck of a fish right there, Richard Lehman. So that stop in here to the store and pick up your maps here, Richard, and we'll get you straight, buddy. You know, while, while we're sitting here talking, I'm going to see if I can't pull that video up that we were talking about here. Um, so if you go over to the snakeheadlife.com page, you'll see a video in there. I'm just trying to get to the name of this guy because it was a really, really cool video. I think a lot of people really like to see the, the way this thing sluggishly came out from under the grass and eat the bait, you know. Um, I'm thinking, uh, hold on a minute. Here we go. Here we go. Let me pull it up. All right. So let's see what this guy's name was again. So you can guys go look it up and give it a quick. I'm telling you, his name was TJ. That's all I remember. I'm just trying to find the exact video. Okay, here it is. It's TJ Meek was his name. So, yes, you are right. So, look, I don't know if we can see this here. Can you see this or is it too blurry? Right there. Don't move. Now, if you can watch, I'm going to come a little closer. If you can watch him come out of the grass, man, that was like the most coolest thing in the world. Watch this. Look at that. There he is. Chasing it. That is so cool. So if you haven't seen that, check that out on the page. TJ Meek sent that in, man. That was a great share, and we appreciate that. For sure. Just, just remember, folks, if you're out there fishing, you're catching snakeheads, feel free to post your videos, uh, post your pictures, anything like that, to snakeheadlife.com, the Bait Boys page, Blackwater's Edge. You know, we will gladly take them any way we can get them, right? Uh, what else we need to touch on? Anything else that we're thinking of? That's everything on my, on my sheet of paper. You see the time right now? We're at 59 minutes. We made it under an hour. I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you. That's fantastic. <laughs> all right, so, so we've given away all our prizes here today. I want to say this. I want to thank everybody for last weekend at the holiday up at the crab stand. You know, we did really good. And, you know, we only do good because you guys support us, you know. And 
We're a small business, so it's really important at this time to support small businesses, no matter what kind of small business it is. You know, if you're watching what's going on, the big companies are just getting bigger and bigger, and these little guys are just weeding out the way, you know. So uh, no matter where you're at, support local. You know, support your, your small businesses and uh, make sure that the community knows that they're, that they're needed. You know, it, it, it feels good to know that you're needed in your community, you know, and, and that's something that we feel every weekend at the Crab Stand. You know, we feel like you're our friends. We don't feel like you're just a number, you know. We, we go a little bit above and beyond, you know. So lots of reasons to come to the Crab Stand. So with all that being said... We're going to have crabs this weekend. I'm going to have soft crabs. If you haven't had any whale soft crabs, they are just eight inches, eight inch sub rolls. They are massive, you know? So, uh, I don't know. I've got two winners this week, uh, Eddie, on the uh, crab stand giveaway for Memorial Day. I was going to give away a bushel, but I decided to do this. We give away a half a bushel to two people instead of just one person. Two winners. Give it away, you know what I mean? I'm trying to learn from little Willie. That's what I'm trying to learn. Spread spread the love around, you know? He was just awesome, wasn't he? Was that just not cool? He was fantastic. The answers, you know... I watch that show sometimes, the, what kids say or whatever that show kids is. Kids say the darnest things. Yeah, kids things. say the darnest things. And uh, that's what I see him as, that, that kid on the TV show that just, you don't know what the answer's going to be, you know? And I think that was just a really cool thing. I think that the coolest part about it was to do something different, to bring a kid on the podcast, yep, you know? absolutely. So uh, I had a lot of fun today. I hope you all had a lot of fun today. And like I said, we appreciate everything that you're doing for us, and we're going to continue to do what we're doing for you. Um, if there's anything that you need from us, we're just a phone call, click away here at the store. Eddie, Gary, we're all available to help you. If you're looking for a guided trip, Gary has some openings right now, and we do have lodging available for you, too. Gary, you want to tell them a little bit about that? Um, it's been slow. Where I fish, it's been – it's actually I haven't started yet. I'm just – if it stays like it was today, next week I'll be fishing. Okay, so – But I haven't, I haven't taken anybody yet this year. It's just not been – I don't want to take somebody and take their money. And, and, and see, that's how I've got guides i got to make good on and things from Corona yeah. and all that. And, and, and for those of you that think that we just put, put it off, put it off, it's not what we're doing. We're waiting for the right conditions to make sure that you can load a cooler and not just catch one fish. You know, so um, we're going to get all those taken care of, the giveaways and things like that as we get through the season. So bear with us. Uh, we're going to make good on them. We're not canceling them like a lot of people are doing because of the coronavirus. No, it's no good because we had corona. I can't make good on it. I don't know what that's all about, but we make good on our word. So we're going to make good on that. And Gary will be up and guiding next week. Gary, how can they reach you? Give them a phone number. Uh, 410-463-0172. Or they can message me right from Blackwater's Edge. Or they, or they can friend request you on Facebook if they That's like true. it. And, and if you approve them and you, they, if they look worthy, you'll approve them. <laughs> You're like me, right? <laughs> if, if you're looking for Gary on Facebook, just look for the picture of his hands. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Modeling hands. That's right. <laughs> well, with all that out of the way, it's time. It's now. The Sunday Fun Day Giveaway. Really, it's the Thursday giveaway, but we... Not going to change the name. It's really the Sunday giveaway on Thursday. <laughs> right, That's right. Yeah, we'll do it like that. So here's the deal. We're going to give away half a bushel to... One half a bushel to these people. Lois Shaver, you get a half a bushel. Kapow! Jason Swirly Whirly, you get a half Kapow! a bushel. Life can't get much better than that. No, it can, because I'm going to sing. Purple Rain. Oh, no, not, not that song. My crabs, they have three first names. It's heavy, full, and fat. My crabs, they have a fourth name. You know what it is. Absolutely Mustard Packed! So, what did you just turn everything down for? Sudden blow your ears out? You should be turned down. <laughs> so, turn if you in. ask me where they're from, they're 100% guaranteed Maryland number ones. We'll have some twos and we'll have some sooks this weekend too. 
at the crap stand. Here's a fact I know for sure you're coming back. Kapow! Kapow! And one more. Kapow!